0: Changing minds, one thought at a time.
1: Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Changing Minds Online's Empowering Women series. Good evening, Akina. How you doing?
0: I'm great. How about yourself?
1: I am doing awesome, and I am so excited for tonight. Tonight I have on a good friend and. Actually, my acupuncturist has been really a mentor for me, helping me for a really long time to achieve balance in my life. And, you know, obviously we are all entrepreneurs um, on this show, or maybe you're not an entrepreneur, but maybe you're just looking to make your life better. And one of the things that, you know, I think we all are striving for is balance and figuring out what it is and how we can have it. So, you know, Dina has been an acupuncturist firm. She's been working with me for more than 10 years in the New York City area. She's amazing. She is a master at Qigong, and she does a Chinese medicine, and really just kind of focusing on how to integrate the immune system, the endocrine system, the nervous pathways through acupuncture, breathing, and a waking of Shen and consciousness. Um, I love her. She's a great person. It's really a privilege to have her on the show. She's a mother. Um, she's a, She does lectures, she writes books, she has her own website and magazine publications out, and um, a pet pigeon. Right, I um, Adina, welcome to the show. I want to hear about this pet pigeon.
0: Hi, hi Jessica, thank you for inviting me. Uh, well, the pigeon, we just saved it from the road. Uh, we found it uh, in the street, he could not eat and he could not fly, so we had to feed him by hand in the first two months and now he's a big bird just flying around my office in the yard. So it's just such a nice presence around. Yeah.
1: That's beautiful. And, you know, just to, to me, just, just kind of that, and, and this is something I didn't know about you before tonight, but that's really cool. For me, just that when a person really uh, has wonderful energy and beautiful energy, I find that animals tend to be attracted to them. So it just kind of, I think, solidifies you as a the perfect person to kind of talk to us tonight about balance and about kind of really restoring and repairing our energy now a lot of now that tonight your background and adina right is in balance from a chinese medicine perspective right
0: right yeah so so that may be
1: different than yeah that may be different excuse me i'm sorry than than what some of us are used to and balance for often for us as maybe, you know, spending time at the gym or spending time at home. But I think tonight we're going to really take the conversation to a whole new level. So, Adina, tell us, what is balance? What is this chi, yin-yang, all these different words we hear about? Can you kind of bring to light for us what this actually means?
0: So you're right, Jessica. We first need to define some of these concepts. Like what is chi, what is yin and yang. So we uh, have to talk in the context of Chinese philosophy. So obviously we cannot... Speak about balance without uh, speaking of polarity. Like we need two terms of the equation. So uh, first we need to understand where is this trinity concept coming from. And uh, in Chinese cosmogony, it's coming from polarity. So uh, we live in a highly potentiated environment. Like we have up and down. We have day and night. We have you know wave particle theory and we have active and passive force. So this environment creates a dynamics. So we would not talk about this uh, without polarity. We would not talk about balance tonight. So uh, according to the Chinese cosmogony, which is first described in the chapter 42 of Tao Te Ching, which is a text, uh, which is a basis of Taoism, a text dating back in the 6th century B.C., We have the concept of divisions of Tao, which explains this concept of Qi for the first time. Uh, I'm going to read it. It's very short. It says Tao produces unity. Unity produces duality. Duality produces trinity. Trinity produces all things. All things bear the negative principle, which is called yin, and embrace the positive principle, which is called yang. In material vitality, the third principle, which is called qi, makes them harmonious. So this is the idea of a mediating principle, qi, between the active and the passive forces. Um, and uh, so, for example, in real life, I'm just going to give you an example how about how this tension triggers the mediation process, like a balancing process. For example, we have, you know, you hear all the time these stories, like real life situations, like, um, you know, I hate my job, so uh, I need I need a job, obviously. I need to raise a family to make money, but I, I still need to enjoy life. So how can I do both? So how can I reconcile the both uh, worlds? So now I'm split between the two. I'm split between the obligation of coming, you know, coming from the, my morality, but I also have the right to pursue happiness. So therefore, I'm just going to take a job that allows me to enjoy life. For instance, this is a, just an example of um, resolution. Now, this is what I call horizontal negotiation. This is on a, it's still on the horizontal plane. You don't look at the root of the problem is just a contextual negotiation that allows you to live with the situation as it is. Now, the main problem uh, with this kind of uh, contextual negotiation is that people don't have a standpoint, like they don't have a ground for negotiation. What is good today is not going to be good tomorrow. So how you enjoy life today is not going to be how you enjoy life tomorrow. So the values change. So, the first practical thing that comes from Chinese thought is to formulate a goal. So, just define your needs and um, you cannot expect to have a balanced life without, you know, defining um, a goal. So, uh, that's why you see so many extremes around, by the way, like uh, they say in um, uh, the Yellow Emperor Classic of Chinese Medicine, they say uh, they take wine as water. So, they they need this sense of center this sense of appropriateness. Now um, so you have to um realize that you are caught in a dynamics that it's you know, you identify with it, you think it's you but when you sit down with yourself and you analyze it you realize This is what you created from the standpoint of someone who is ignorant in regards with his own goals and values, and ultimately to whom he is. So if you want to have a happy and balanced life, you need first to stop living in what I call periphery and to create a center. So uh, I have to go back to this kind of uh, model of um, coming from Dao Te Ching, to tell you what I understand by center and periphery. Now, um, when we understand this concept of different layers of manifestation, like we have unity, polarity, trinity, and then you have fourth principle, five elements, and so on, we realize that us, as mirrors of the universe, as microcosms, we also manifest in different layers. But we still have a center. We still have a source. So we are not those manifestations. Let's say we are not our life situations, we are not our emotions, the way we react. We still have a center and that center that sources our consciousness is our shen, what we call in Chinese medicine, our awareness. So at this point we don't even talk about balance anymore, we talk about integration. So is this force like the consciousness is this force that integrates all the parts And coordinates everything so let me give you a practical example uh, of how this happens so let's try try to imagine yourself walking just observe this concept of harmony when you move of course it's hard to see yourself from outside when you move but um, try to pay attention when you walk what part of your body seems disconnected And what is connection? What makes the connection? You might have a posture problem. You might have a pain. You know, it might be expressed somehow in the physical level. And then once you do that, try to walk as if, as if all the parts of your body would be interconnected. So this in Tai Chi, by the way, is called the entire body moves as one. This is from a very text Tai Chi text from the twelfth century so this is this only can happen when something called awareness is integrating intention and movement, so the mental part is integrating integrated with the physical part also in this text it says the spirit should be condensed towards the center of your body. What does it mean that the spirit is condensed in the center? It means that when you move or act, uh, you move. You move. Um, if, if you let your spirit extend outward, you get lost. So you disperse your energy. Rather, you need to focus your attention inward and recycle your energy. So you nourish that that part that needs um, that that resource does not have to escape. So this is just an example of. Uh, the concept of balance, how to observe it in your life. Now, I also want to talk about, um, so the, don't don't forget, don't get lost. The first thing is just define your goals and do this within a time frame. So give yourself, let's say, three weeks. In three weeks, I mean, it never works if you don't give yourself a time frame. In three weeks, I'm going to define what are my needs? What am I asking for? What are my values? So you know your standpoint. Um, the second thing I'm go I want to talk about is that um, how to create a center actually in your life. And um, it, it's easy to say create a center. What it really means, you know, in practical terms, it is like you wake up in the morning and you say to yourself, oh, gee, how nice a new day is starting, how exciting, it's just I'm going to jump out of the bed and engage in this wonderful adventure. So if you are not creating this, you should be creating it right now for yourself. Uh, So just give yourself a time frame to to create it. Um, But it's hard to create a center because you are the product of a society that, unlike the ancient societies, like the Greek society, the ancient Greek society or the ancient Chinese society, is not really focused on development of the human being. So we are not really focused on how to improve, how to make better human beings. Unfortunately, we are you know, starting with the 18th century with um, um, industrial, level, the mass production. Our society is based on the perfection of uh, technology. So we kind of lost our center as our traditional center as society. So that's why it's so difficult to, to define it, define a center. Uh, if you look in schools, for instance, what we are concerned these days more is how to store more information, how to connect information and how to perform better. But the school is not really focused on work upon yourself. Now, one way to develop this Shen, this consciousness, is just to keep a simple life. Like break your bread with your family, with your friends every day. Just try to keep it simple. And another very important concept in when we talk about balance and integration is uh, temperance. Plato was talking about uh, this, and um, actually, I'm going to read you a small part of this um, uh, Yellow Emperor's Classic of Internal Medicine. In the first book, in the second chapter, it talks about, it's called the Great Treatise on the Harmony of the Atmosphere of the Four Seasons with the Human Spirit. And it's just Discussing, it's, it's a list of instructions of how to live your life according with the season. So how to integrate in the bigger picture, because we are kind of disconnected with the bigger picture. It says the three months of fall. I'm going to read you about fall because it's the fall season now. So I'm not going to read you everything, but it says that three months of fall are called the period of tranquility of one's conduct. The atmosphere of heaven is quick, and the atmosphere of the earth is clear. People should retire early at night and rise early in the morning with the crowing of the rooster. They should have their minds at peace in order to lessen the punishment of fall. Soul and spirit should be gathered together in order to make the breast of fall tranquil. And to keep their lungs pure, they should not give vent to their desires. All this is all this is in harmony with the atmosphere of fall, and all this is the method for the protection of one's harvest. Those who disobey the law of fall will be punished with the injury of the lungs. So you see, it's a very—it's a set of instructions, and it's according with the Chinese medical thought. Like the autumn is a dry season, it can injure the lungs. Therefore, you should um, not make any excesses. Just you know, there is a certain type of food that you. Eat. Certain types of food that moisture the lungs, for instance, and you have to read according to um to the to the environment so there is another concept uh, emerging from the Chinese medical thought uh, that can be brought in this context, which is the concept of fluidity um in order to be harmonious with the environment, you have to be fluid to be light hearted and uh to be full of Liveliness and just laugh, laugh. I mean, just just laugh and have fun, because um, the disease is, is blockage. So once you remove the blockages, the chi, this um, integration principle starts to flow. So laughing, dancing, all this, just being silly. You know, being silly in the what we call periphery, in the manifestation part. Um, helps with this fluidity type of um, approach. Of course, be very serious in your center when you create your center is a different story. But, um, you know, just keep a simple life, um, define who you are, have temperance, be fluid. And uh, I guess this is the main part of what it is. Jessica?
1: Yeah, very good. Thank you, um, Adina. That's really very enlightening. And I I you know, I love how you're really talking about the fact that in order to really be, you know, centered and to be balanced, we need to go back to really focusing and having goals and having a defined purpose and that really resonates with a lot of what um Akina and I are often teaching on our show. Right, Akina? Uh, yes. Yes it is. You know, Akina is very big on finding your, um, really finding your purpose and myself as well. You know, I always um, remind people that when you're working, if you're working on a goal, and you have to understand that it's a sacrifice, and you need to really make sure that the time that you're sacrificing to achieve something is worth your life, because essentially you're giving up part, your life part of your time that you really can't get back. Now, Ardina, yes. one of the things you said and one of the advice that you, you gave was that we should try to keep our lives simple. Now, right. I think in an ideal world, you know, we would all love to, you know, be able to wake up and everything would be simple. But I know for many people on the show, myself included, you know, we're entrepreneurs, we're managing full-time jobs, running a business. Some people, are, you know, have a family. I'm at school full-time. So what would you say to the mother who's, you know, um, working full-time, trying to do a business at night, has two or three kids, and that's really the a lot of the women who are calling in our show, that's kind of what their life looks like. So if they're kind of listening tonight and saying, well, I would love to keep it simple, but I don't know how, I can't really keep it simple, what advice mm-hmm. would you give them, like what techniques can they use? And, and yourself as well, Adina, you, I know you as well are working full-time, that you have two beautiful children. You know, how do you keep your life... Um, well, what do you do when when you find yourself out of balance and you just don't necessarily have the time, but you do want right. to really create balance?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, this seems like a typical New Yorker or just a typical you know human being in the 21st century. Um, so of course it it is very hard, as you say, Jessica. But I will give you a very simple tip. Um, it's a trick. So this is. This is the purpose of meditation. This is the purpose of what we call vertical time. So there are these seconds, these you know moments between like we live our lives our lives from desire to action. So we want things or we have things to be done, we have an agenda, and then we are doing them. So one simple trick is between action and desire, just take a moment, just take a pause don't act uh just breathe you know just breathe between things and this will help you to create what i call a vertical time so just realize you are not a doing and you I, you are just identified you when you are under stress you believe that you are that stressed that you are those problems that need to be solved uh when you just take a step back and uh you observe your rush or you observe your feelings, let's say, uh, anxiety, whatever it is. Uh, You realize that you are not those, so you just take a break. Just take a break from your life. It can be just a split moment. It can be a second. You might open a book for, I don't know, 10 minutes in the bus or in the subway. You might uh, listen to some music that you enjoy. Just make these kind of islands of time uh, during your day, and uh, those will those will become your uh, best wealth, like the most uh, important source of wealth. Like all these people go to the gym. Okay, now I'm gonna uh, I'm finishing the job. I'm gonna go to the gym. It's just like another chore. Instead of distressing, there is another task on your agenda. So instead of that, instead of rushing from one task to another to accomplish one other, full agenda, just take this moment of being. This is what I call just a moment of being. For myself, because you asked me about myself, I'm just obviously I'm opening a poetry book because I love poetry. And uh, I'm just sitting there with a roomy poem or whatever it is, and I just enjoy it. It's part of being alive and celebrating life.
1: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense, Akina. Yeah, makes a lot of sense, Akina. I know you and I both are really big on taking time for ourselves, and whether or not it's just a sip a cup of warm tea for five ten minutes, or just to listen to some, your favorite song on the radio, you know, when you things are hectic and just take a little break. How do you normally take time for yourself in your day, Akina?
0: Uh, well, m- mostly I have been uh, working out lately. That is what I've been doing to take time for myself. It finished me and I also listen to my uh, different audio books. Right now I'm into Rich Dad, Poor Dad series. But that really uh, clears my mind and I'm able to focus more when I have to go back to work or back to what I'm doing. If I may say something, it's not really what you do. It's how you do it. It's what value do associate to this? Do you associate to this time with yourself? When you define it and say this is my time with myself, this is my moment of being. That makes it uh, what it is. Really, it's not what you do. I mean, I could open a newspaper and I would be. I mean, whatever you know, I would watch. A, I could watch a sports. Of course, a different quality, but it's still it's associating. Just defining in your mind, this is going to be my time with myself. This is going to be my fault from this, you know, chain of events that need to unfold during the day.
1: Yeah, that's really beautiful, Adina, and I really like how you said that it's not really what you're doing, it's how you're doing. And every one of us has something different that interests us. You know, I love nature, so for me it is to – go sit in the park, and there's times I will just literally lay in the grass. And, and Akina, I don't think you would be uh, ever caught laying in grass. Right, Akina? So,
0: no, that's not my um, thing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's not about, like I, like Adina said, it's not about what you do. It's about how you do doing, and just really knowing there is no right answer. There's no wrong answer. There's no wrong way to take personal time. But it really is taking that time for yourself. Now, speaking of personal time, um, we have something very special that happened yesterday. Um, it, it, it was Akina's birthday yesterday, so I just wanted to oh, take the time out of this call. Yes, and, I did, and she didn't know I was going to shout her out, so I hope it's okay, Akina, that you're not shy. But I wanted to shout out that its it was her birthday, and speaking of, of personal, you know, I'm just so proud of you, Akina, of everything you accomplished this year and I just have seen you Akina and I've been doing this together now, this podcast series since last April and we have still not met in person. Uh we're hoping to do that very soon in the next month or two. But, you know, just working with you and growing with you has been just absolutely like unequivocally one of the um just best experiences I've ever had in my entire life. And it's just a privilege and an honor to co-host this show with you. I love you. You've become, like, one of my best friends. You're, like, a sister to me. And I'm just so proud of everything you've accomplished this year. And I just wanted to publicize that and put that out there for everyone to hear that, you you know, I consider you one of my best friends, and it's just amazing to work with you. So happy birthday. And, uh, happy birthday. And-
0: Thank you, Jessica and Medina. I appreciate you both. Well, yeah I have an
1: you idea. Yes, Jessica, Edina.
0: I have an idea. I don't uh-huh. know if you, if you think it's appropriate or not, but I I can I prepared a small poem from Rumi so we can have a moment of being right now in the show and uh, I can dedicate it to Akina's birthday. Very good. I love oh, it. And
1: I'm all about taking our moments for silence. So if you are, uh, you know, if it's sits well with you, you know, if you're listening to this live tonight and you're not driving your car or on a treadmill, let's just all get grounded, get focused, get centered, close your eyes, and let's hear this beautiful poem.
0: Okay. So this is called The Search, and it's, uh, it's from Rumi's Matnavi. The Search. Even though you're not equipped, keep searching. Equipment isn't necessarily on the way to the Lord Whoever you see engaged in search, become her friend and cast your head in front of her for choosing to be a neighbor of seekers. You become one yourself, protected by conquerors. You will yourself learn to conquer. If an ant seeks the rank of Solomon, don't smile contemptuously upon its quest. And of all your skills, the wealth, and handicrafts, Weren't they the first a thought and the quest?
1: That's beautiful. Thank you, Adina. And you know, Adina, before Yeah, it's a beautiful poem. Thank you for sharing. I haven't
0: heard that before. Yeah, it, it says that you don't really need to have all the tools. The tools are available on the way, so just keep searching. I love this. It's, it's all about life.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I shared this last week, and I have this affirmation that's right now on my refrigerator. I have this whiteboard on my refrigerator, and I shared it was there last week or last Sunday, and it's still there. I haven't taken it down yet. It says, I already have everything I need to create the life of my dreams, and I truly believe that each and every one of us who's on this call tonight, there's something that we want, and there's something that we're seeking for, and we're going after, and the time is now. Stop waiting for something to happen. Stop waiting till you, you get something, till you lose weight, till you make money. The time is now. You have everything you need to transform your life, to create balance in your life, create the life that you want to live, everything you have, everything you need, you already have. And, and like Adina said, whatever resources that you need, they will be made available to you. I firmly believe I call it God. You can call it the universe, whatever it is that you want. You know, when you are working for, towards a purpose, when you have a mission in mind, and when your intentions are right, and you're working towards a goal, everything, the the world, the universe, God conspires to make it happen for you. So I just wanted to share that with our listeners. You know, Adina, I just wanted to thank you so much for being on the call. And, you know, I thank just wanted you, to kind of say, too, you know, Adina and I, like I said, we've been working together for a long time as far as she's been treating me for at least what, eight years or more. And I just endorse everything Adina does. Um, I've worked with her with meditation. She's done events. I've read some of her poetry. Uh, she's an amazing acupuncturist. And, Adina, if you know if anyone wanted to get in touch with you, if anyone wanted to get one of your books or to kind of set up an appointment with you, if you're in the New York City area, if you're looking for an acupuncturist, I highly adore Adina. She's helped me for a long time. You know, doctors have told me there's things I shouldn't be able to do, and Akina, uh, Adina, excuse me, Adina, Akina, Adina, they're confusing. The (laughs) names are so close. Adina um, always helps me find a way to to make it happen and just heal myself energetically. So, Adina, how can people be in touch with you if they wanted to?
0: Uh, Well, if it's okay with you, I could give my my phone, my office phone number right now.
1: Yeah, whatever works for Mm -hmm. you. 917
0: 254 Eight three four zero. So once again, nine one seven two five four eight three four zero. And also, you can Google just Google Adina Dabija, Intense Acupuncture, and you will find me on the you know on the internet. And I also want to thank you, uh, Jessica and Lucina, for hosting me tonight. And um, I also want to close with uh, an affirmation. Uh, I just want to reemphasize something I just said uh, before, which is if you are not Living the life that you want, start creating it right now. Yes,
1: that's beautiful. That's awesome. The time is now. It's a great way to end the call. Thank you so much, Adina, for joining us. Um, Akina, happy birthday one last time. Uh, We love you guys. Thank you for calling in. God bless and have a great evening.
0: Good night, everyone.